This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hello, everybody. It's February 5th, 2007, or 007, as I like to call it. Uh, that was the theme song by Hard and Firm. I appreciate them coming up with that for me. And uh, we're at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles in front of an awesome audience that came out at an early hour to be here. Some folks came in late, which I always encourage because I'd rather have you here at all than... Oh, and the cell phone's going off. I encourage that as well. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's the thing. People get so mad when a cell phone goes off in a movie or a play or whatever, especially if you're one of the actors on the stage but um, in the play. But uh, it's, it's easy to forget to turn off your phone, you know? So you've got to give people a break. When they answer it and talk, that's when you want to fucking kick them in the whatever they have down there. Uh, for more information about UCB Theater, go to ucbtheater.com. And uh, I just want to say... 
ask you guys a question up top. Are any of you going to see Catch and Release starring Jennifer Garner and Kevin Smith in a speaking role? <laughs> oh, only three or four of you? Good. The rest of you can stay. Um, I'd like to ask those people to leave at this time. If it were possible to murder a movie, I would kill Catch and Release. I've seen the trailer so many times. I, I hate it so much I might even rape it first. And speaking of rape, my guest today rapes people's funny bones on a regular basis uh, in clubs and on television. You know him from Comedians of Comedy, and you can look for him as a homeless piece of shit on the Sarah Silverman program. Please welcome Zach Galifianakis, everybody. Holy shit. Second, there he is. Yes, take out the costumes don't really fly on podcasts. I just, I just got back from an audition. <laughs> <laughs> Were you uh, auditioning for, uh, what was... Ice cream truck sales. Uh, ice cream truck. <laughs> it says police I on know, the hat. I know, it's the only hat I had in my trunk. Let's put it right there. <laughs> Your trunk in the back of the theater? Yeah. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can pull the microphone out and hold it if you like, because we need you to talk directly into it. Or you can do that. That's not awkward at this all. This is a podcast? Yeah. Oh, great. Glad I drove from Venice for this. Venice, Italy? Venice, Italy. It's hard to, hard to catch a cab there. Um, they took a gondola, Doug. A gondola? It was a gondola. Gondola. Let's start... Uh, a gondola confuses me, because sometimes it's a boat, and sometimes it's a dangly thing on a, on a wire. I don't, I don't understand how they could both be gondolas. That's what the, the driver and I were talking about over here. He really? Was, yeah. You were having he, the great he, gondola today? Yeah, there? yeah. He, he used to work up at uh, one of the ski resorts, which was weird. And uh, he got a job down here as a gondola guy. That, that I it say makes gondola, sense. you say gondola. Uh, Let's call this whole show off. <laughs> um, so, uh, current business. You play Fred Blorth. In an episode of the Sarah Silverman program yeah. that airs soon, and I just have to say I love the name Fred Blorth. That's a good name, isn't it? Isn't it great? It's I love it. It's almost as good as Ned Schneebly, <laughs> which is my favorite fiction name from uh, School of Rock. Alan Finger is Alan another Finger, is yeah. another good one yeah. from uh, Dog Bites Man. Yeah, another great that show. Late great TV show. <laughs> Five and out. Or <laughs> <laughs> whatever. More than that. How many were there? Uh, 11, I think. 11? 10 or 11, I don't know. I can't remember. You're the guy that's a fan in the audience said 7. 7. He only likes 7 of oh, them. Oh, okay. <laughs> you weren't in some of them enough. Uh, yeah. My favorite one was the one where your character, Alan Finger, um, is just keeps talking about that's so Raven. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Um, so this is going to air on February 5, and like Wayne pointed out last week, it's not really airing, it's available for you to listen to and um, the Oscar nominations came out today though when we're, when we're recording this mm -hmm. uh, did you hear the nominations were you up at 5.35am I just got finished jogging <laughs> and you ran in and, and uh, listened to the I noms. was making egg whites <laughs> an egg white omelet uh, no I didn't hear any who did uh, some, who, some who stuff got, got nominated some of your closest friends in the business oh really yeah huh Malcolm Jamal Warner or something yes <laughs> 
Yes, he got nominated for Blood Diamond. It was a he probably would have been better than Jaiman Hunsu nomination. <laughs> That's what they're doing now is they, they nominate people who might have been better in the role. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you really should have uh, paid attention while you're making your egg whites to these crazy nominations they came out with today. Hmm. No, it was, uh, you know, the Queen and uh, some other things. But if you didn't notice and don't care, we don't need to discuss it any further. No, I'd like whatever whatever uh, did uh, United 93 get nominated? It got nominated for Best uh, Director mm. and Best Song. Mm. <laughs> 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 the, best, the song's called Morning After Two. And it was sung by that same lady, Maureen McGovern, who sang the Oscar-winning version for Poseidon Adventure. Here's the thing that cracked me up. Here's what cracked me up about the nominations today, is that uh, Poseidon is Academy Award-nominated motion picture. It got nominated for effects. But even better, Click, starring Adam Sandler, is an Academy Award-nominated movie. Oh, because it got nominated for Best Makeup. Because I guess the characters get old at the end, and I guess it's well done. The makeup. I haven't seen it. Have I you haven't seen, seen it? it. No, I I changed the channel. Because <laughs> it's called Click. It's not even on TV yet. How could I? Anyway, I'm sure it's you know, I'm sure it's very funny. I was disappointed when I went and saw United ninety three. Uh, I thought it was a Pixar film. <laughs> Talking plane. <laughs> oh no, there are terrorists in me. <laughs> I wish there was something I could do. I'm gonna have to leave it to the crew and the rest of the passengers. <laughs> so, Zach, what? <laughs> Zachy G, what have you, um, what have you seen lately, motion picture wise, in a theater or at home or on a plane? Uh, the last thing I saw last night was uh, Children of Men. Saw that last night. Yeah. yeah. Did you Did you hear last week's show with Wayne Fetterman? I did. I heard. I heard it. That I fucking heard it. anarchist. I heard it. <laughs> Troublemaker. Um, I loved the movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, wasn't it, was it? Really, really, really. There good. we go. That situation has been rectified. <laughs> People have been sitting by their computer for a week, hoping my next guest will have some sense. But yeah, I just thought it was fantastic. Did you think it had logic problems? I would, didn't listen to your whole podcast from last week, but um, <laughs> just to reiterate that it was done last week. Um, why does a movie have to have logic? I mean, that's my... Uh, um, no, I didn't think it had any logic problems. I thought that uh, I thought it was very subtle, and the action was great. I, I love Clive Owen, and... Uh, um, yeah, I, thought I thought it was, was really, 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 really I good. I was really good in that. Easily his best work since Derailed. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I did enjoy that movie very much. Would that, would you call that your number one movie of two thousand six? Uh, or would you go with Over the Hedge? <laughs> I don't like political movies. Um, uh, I, I, you know what? I, I might, I might do that. I may. You uh, may do that I later. May, when you're uh, yeah. <laughs> in your notebook. Um, do is it too late for me to call the academy and give them my my two cents? Or how does that work? Yeah, how do they get nominated? It's done. It's it's, it's nominated get, get for nominated? screenplay, 
Mm. And like four guys wrote that logical screenplay. And it's nominated for cinematography and one other thing, maybe sound editing or something. I don't know. Did Clive Owen not Oh, editing. It? Probably editing. Clive <laughs> Owen didn't get a best actor? No, no. A best actor I, I, nod? I think they dropped the ball on it. I think they released it like too late and just didn't get the right, you know, buzz going on it. You know, mm. like, because some of these movies, Little Miss Sunshine, you know, they've been hyping that shit for since summer. And uh, they just it, it just came in too late, and I was worried that would be the case because I, when I watched it, I was like, "This should be nominated for best picture, for Clive Owen, for best song." <laughs> I keep saying best song like that's gonna pay off somehow, <laughs> but best song is like the stilliest category. Like there's two songs from Dream Girls got nominated, and no songs from Happy Feet. But that um, that uh, that Melissa Etheridge is up for one. I, I read that the four up. Uh, Inconvenient Truth. Yeah, she did. No, it's honestly. true. She wrote a song for Inconvenient Truth. It's about her um, vagina. Vagina. <laughs> it's about how uh, lesbians have uh, global warming too. <laughs> it doesn't just affect the straights. <laughs> uh, anything you're looking forward to seeing in a motion picture theater anytime soon? Like, do you have? Is there some? Do you have like? Do you have, you know, like one or two that are in the hopper, ready to go? Like, I'm going to check that out next. Uh, I want to... Uh, catch and release? Uh, I auditioned for that, so yeah, I'll definitely see what Which that actor did with it. Which part were you up for, catch it. or release? Uh, <laughs> um, I can't remember what I auditioned for, but uh, I was wearing Probably that same Smith outfit. Smith role. Uh, um, yeah, I'm sure it was yeah, chubby. It was between chubby him guy. and Teller. <laughs> and he got it. A Teller or Teller? No, A. Teller, oh, just the guy that works at the at bank, bank. <laughs> was Kevin Smith's toughest competition. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't act well when he doesn't have any lines. Like, why would they think giving him lines would, would help? I've never seen him in a movie. I've never oh, seen okay. anything that he's done. You didn't see World Trade Center? Was he in that? Mm-hmm. He played uh, Nicolas Cage's partner. He's, he looked uh, Hispanic in the movie because he's versatile. Um... So, anything at all you're going to see? Uh, this is a tough uh, memory test. Dream uh, Girls, you going to check out Dream Girls? No, I haven't. I'm not going to see that. I mean, I, I mean, I am going to see it. I have a free pass to it, but I'm not. I'm not eager to see it, but I will go see that. Um, Do you try to catch all the uh, uh, acclaimed movies at the end of the year? It gets hectic. I've isn't seen it? the ones that I've seen are uh, Babel. <laughs> <laughs> Cracked no, himself up with the mispronunciation. <laughs> Uh, I saw that one. Did you like that? I did. I liked it, yeah. See, I haven't seen that yet. That might creep into my top whatever if I see it. Um, I liked Little Miss Sunshine. I liked... uh, What else? What did you think of the ending of Little Miss Sunshine? Oh, I walked out. (laughs) (laughs) Weren't you up for a guy in the audience who goes, yeah! That's a total Zach roll. Total weird guy sitting there. Yeah, but if I did, it would be like... I'd just have that one... I'd be like, line... <laughs> he was like a single dad that had to be there because of his kid. But like people, some people that saw that movie thought that there was like just this perverted guy in the audience. But he like was clearly bored. Like if he was perverted, he wouldn't be bored by the whole thing. Like he was, he was some kid's dad, right? Oh, I never thought of that. It well, yeah. I assumed was it supposed was it open ended that you could make up your own mind that no, it was- I don't think it was. I thought it was very clear that there was a biker guy with a little girl that's in the competition, and he had to sit through it, and that's why he was so happy when it got all pervy at the end. 
Oh, okay. right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Some people. That. I've talked to people who think that Alan Arkin taught her that dirty dance as like a last fuck you to the world. Like, like this girl, he was proud of her and would have wanted to be there to see her do that dance. Like, he just thought that that's how women. That you know, that's his experience with dancing. Yeah, right? I heard that last week. <laughs> Wayne and I didn't talk about that part. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, you did. I just, I trust me. I just heard it last week. <laughs> okay. Let's I have move a good on. story about Tony Collette though, who's in. Oh Little yes, Little. please. She, uh, I love those kind of stories. She and I. Yes. I was working in London. Uh, I just like to t- tell every sto- start every story like that. Yeah, I was working in London. Country dropper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, somehow we ended up eating pot cookies and uh, I was staying there for a few months and uh, she ended up in my place and she sang a song to me uh, while for some reason I didn't have pants on and I'll I'll remember it in a minute oh wait wait, hold on because it's really stupid oh uh, Olivia Williams, who was the other actress, and they were both in the secret. What's it called Sixth Sense? Yeah, and Olivia With Williams Bruce. Is, the, is the teacher from Rushmore. Is that yes, that yeah, actress? yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And they were uh, they were talking about Bruce Willis, and I took my <laughs> pants off and said something like, "I think I told him I called my legs Willis," and I took my pants off and I went, "Look, bruised Willis," because I had a, I happened to have a bruise on my hand on my thigh. That's true. That I remember now. You so didn't I, get a bruise on your thigh just to set up that. No, joke. no, no, no. I, cool. just Thank a, God I had one so I could do that joke. I thought you were going to say you call it Bruce Willis and then you pull your pants down and look at yourself and go, "What are you talking about, Willis?" <laughs> <laughs> like have like this giant that erection. That would have been better. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> but uh, she ended up singing a song called "Calling All Angels," uh, which is a Jane Sibberry or Cyberry song, which is beautiful. And uh, I started crying on uh, pot cookies. <laughs> And then last week... Your pants week, were still off? <laughs> yes, my pants were off. And there's a video of it. There's a video of it. And then, because uh, I, I was videotaping it, because uh, I didn't think anybody would believe that I was hanging out with uh, those actresses. And um, I saw her in a restaurant two days ago in Venice Beach, and I just, I didn't want to bug her, so I just handed her a note saying, you made me cry with my pants off <laughs> when we were high on pot cookies. And um, I walked out. I didn't get to see what her reaction was. It'd just be funny if she like saw you in public somewhere and was like, "Hey, what's up, Bruce Willis?" <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it probably didn't make that much of an impression. I mean, she you know because she actually knows the guy. She worked with him in a movie where he was dead the whole time. You know what? That movie would have been ruined. He would have figured out he was dead if he went into a public restroom and tried to get a paper towel out of that machine that you have to run your hand in front of the red light because he'd be like, oh, it's not working. I must be a a ghost. (laughs) Right. Or if the toilet didn't flush when he got off of it, automatic toilet. Oh, shit, I'm a ghost. Well, you can be alive and that can actually happen. That's what's confusing. Well, that's yeah. the weird part. Yeah. So you're like, get scared for a second. Right. Oh, like, no, I might I be dead? a ghost. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, it's just faulty. <laughs> like you call a plumbing company, like, I think either there's two things that are wrong. You call a plumbing company. Either I'm dead. If you're at the airport or and the, the toilet's, my toilet's work. not working. You oh, that at your home toilet? Yeah, I have an automatic toilet thing. Ooh, yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah. 
All right. So, um, any uh, uh, any classic motion pictures that you uh, that you're fond of? Oh, you, from the past. They're like your favorites from the past, or if you could you could you could answer Children of Men again if you'd like. Because uh, I can't get enough of talking about that. Um, Please I really don't say Out Cold. I know it's a great film, <laughs> but movies you're in do not count. Well, then I don't have an answer. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I knew it. this I film, knew it. I, this film, I, oh, this film. I hate when people say film. <laughs> this movie, this talkie I saw um, <laughs> called uh, "With Nell and I." Have you ever seen "With Nell and I"? Yeah, with, with Nell, yeah. No, with with Nell and I. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? With Nell and I, yeah. You, yeah. But they pronounce it with Nell. Oh, do they? they? Don't they? I don't movie? remember. Don't they say it that way? I don't. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> But in theory, it's one of your favorites. It's a great... The, the cover of the DVD is really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a really funny movie. That's a great movie. God yeah, damn. That's a, good, that's a good time. It's so good. Uh, see it if you, uh, if you have it. If, see it if you have it. If you own Whitnell and I, watch it. <laughs> it's been sitting on the shelf. Just fucking pop Dust it in. Dust that thing off. And check it out. Like, Put that beta in You were smart to buy it and dumb to not watch it. Yep. Good work. Well, let's let's go. Let's let's talk a little bit about your uh, your oeuvre, your films, your 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 milieu. I don't know. I don't know if any of those words actually apply. Uh, you played Weird Wally in a movie called Below. Mm. How did you research that role? Did you spend time with Weird Al <laughs> to play Weird Wally? Uh, I'll wait till you ask a serious question. <laughs> Okay, that's um, fair. You were I a bus actually, stop man in Bubble Boy. <laughs> I have an a, underrated movie, if you ask me. Yeah, personally, yeah. your scene's very funny. Mm -hmm. You're sitting, <laughs> you're sitting in some sort of booth, mm -hmm. and you're acting like there's other people in line. Right? Don't, exactly. you, say, don't you say next a lot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the movie was with the Jake. Did Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal spit in his hand and make love to you <laughs> during the making? <laughs> His career and my career have kind of taken different trajectories <laughs> since that film. Yeah, film. you didn't have to sell out and act like a queer yeah, just to exactly. get attention. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I did like that movie. I gotta say. But I will the weird Wally the the below movie. Mm -hmm. I did. Um, I I was out of town and I was at a hotel and I uh, had to read with someone and I just had a camera and I had uh, the maid read off camera with me. <laughs> And gave her like twenty extra bucks, and then when I sent the tape in, and I got it, uh, the, the 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 role. But this maid had read with me, so kind of cool. So she's like seek, seeking you out for more money now. <laughs> no, she. Uh, it was weird. Cause, she's trying to shake you down. Yeah, it was very odd. I just decided, and I also decided to put oranges in my mouth while I was auditioning, and I thought that would act to the weird part. And uh, but I it did. It worked. It worked. If you ever looking for a part, put oranges in your mouth and read with a maid. <laughs> Save it for the actor's studio. <laughs> now, when you worked with Jason Lee in Heartbreakers, did he try to make you a Scientologist? Um, Sarah did Silver the subject ever come up? Sarah, yes. Sarah Silverman, said, I said to Sarah, who's also in the, in the movie, said, uh, I went, that Jason Lee guy is really nice. And she's like, he just thinks you're a sucker for Scientology. That's why he's being so nice to you. And uh, I, then, I, then I realized that maybe she was right. But that movie, the director never said anything to me except once. He goes, cut. Zach, stop improv -ing. And then, um, 
And then Sarah goes out loud in front of everybody. She goes, I think it would be better if I said Zach's lines. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you say his lines. And my lines were like cut in half because <laughs> Sarah was joking just to fuck with me. But the guy like, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You take those four words that he has and take two of them. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, both of you are kind of like sort of an afterthought, which is a shame because, uh, you know, the main storyline wasn't very interesting <laughs> in that movie. What, people like that movie? No one saw it. Yeah. I saw Jennifer Jason... <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee, I just call, almost called her Jennifer Hewitt. Jennifer I saw her boobies. Yeah, I actually uh, when I was working on that, that movie with her, I um, challenged her because I, I was like, You're, "I bet you can't be a dramatic actress," and um, she's like, uh, "I can." And then I had her say as serious as she could, uh, "Don't you ever fart on my tits again?" <laughs> <laughs> and she did it really convincingly. She was like, "Don't you ever fart on my tits again?" She did it. I guess someone had farted on her tits. She was just like <laughs> recalling it. Did she whisper it to you? Yeah. <laughs> and are you a ghost? <laughs> if I'd have said that right, it might have been better. <laughs> did she? Did she whisper to her it? <laughs> now I recall you saying that on that very same movie, Ray Liotta tried to make you his bitch. God, that's right. Uh, Ray Liotta <laughs> uh, and I went to a Hell's Angels bar, and uh, there's like. They all recognize him, and uh, no, surprisingly, none of the Hell's Angels recognize me from UCB Theater. Um, and uh, he he was like, uh, they were all sitting on an outdoor picnic table, and he's like, hey, uh, this guy's a comedian. Tell some jokes tell some, to all these guys. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not, no. He goes, tell some fucking jokes. And I'm like, I'm not, no. He goes, well, then go get us some drinks. <laughs> and I'm carrying drinks back. <laughs> And it's just like that goddamn scene in Goodfellas where the kid gets shot in the foot. Yeah, Michael Imperioli. Yeah, exactly. And I, that's, that's exactly what happened, yeah. That's how you got that bruise on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The thing I liked about that, you telling that story is it's exactly as I remember it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if some people, if you ask them, like, what happened with you and Ray Liotta when, you know, you told it to me already, but, like, some time has gone by, so suddenly it would have all these kind of weird embellishments, and you'd it'd have more, like, beats to it and, or whatnot, but that's, like, exactly the same as the last time you told it. Well, I mean, except we for, are roommates Except for now. farting on his tits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, yeah, we're roommates now. I forgot to add that. No, um, no all my stories are legitimate. No, they're good, and they're, they're precise and to the point. Thank you. You're good. You're good at parties? Hmm? You're good at parties. You don't have the really, worst. Oh, when's Zach going to shut up about Ray Liotta? It's like three <laughs> sentences and out. That would be great if I was known as that guy that always tells that Ray Liotta story. Now, Zach's cool and everything, but uh, God damn, don't bring up Ray Liotta. <laughs> Jesus. Do not mention it. Christ. Thing. Here he comes again. You were so happy when Smith got canceled after two episodes. No, I wasn't. Ray nuts. and I were very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> now, I see you brought some things. So oh, I didn't know what the show items. was. I didn't know what the show was. 
Uh, so I, I, I just brought... <laughs> you had no idea what it was? Like, I we love talked, movies with Doug Benson? We talked about it on the phone the other day, but I still... Yeah. I wasn't... I, I was not... I, I wasn't paying attention, and... Um, <laughs> so I thought I had to grab some DVDs just in... I didn't know if you were showing movies, and then I grabbed the only DVDs I had, which unfortunately are Sanford and Son. Which season? Which season? It's... It's the oh, season four. That's one of the better ones. You know season four write- is when they really got into their stride. You know who used to write That's on that the show? That's the season where AJ uh, lost some weight and he was he started to get in trouble with the mob. Oh wait, I'm thinking of the Sopranos. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, what's his face used to write on this show? Um, oh, Gary. Uh, Gary. Gary Shandling. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Wayne Fetterman, last week's guest. <laughs> he comes to all the shows. It's weird. Do I have to come to the next show? Yes, you do. Oh, God. You were supposed to come to Wayne's last week <laughs> and pay attention. Um, so you brought that. You brought your own Zach Galifianakis live at the Purple yeah, Onion. That's Is the that only, available uh, the, in stores now? No, it'll never be available. That's the only copy. Oh, really? Yeah, I just got. was going to see if anybody wanted to rent it tonight. And then you have to return it back to me, and then I have to send it off. This is my own personal Netflix. <laughs> and then you also brought... I don't that, that this one you don't want to talk about? I don't, no, I don't. I did. I don't know why I brought it. It's not. It's it's uncomfortable. I don't want to talk about it. All right. That's fair. I mean, you, you shouldn't have to talk about that because your true calling is comedy, and oh. you are fantastic at it. I ask this of almost all my guests. Have you ever worked with Alec Baldwin? No. Are are you as in, in love with him right now as I am? No. Everything I see him in, I, I can't I cannot get enough of the guy. He's lately. quite good. Yeah, he's always great in everything. Did you see the lately. Good Shepherd? No, he's in that. Yeah, too, he's right? in that too. But I didn't see that. It loses me because it's from the like the nineteen. Uh, it's like spans. I did from... see Bad Lieutenant. Was he in that? <laughs> no, but isn't that kind of like Good Shepherd? No, the Good. Sh- it's got one word that's either good or bad, and then another word after it. <laughs> that's a type of. Oh thing yeah, yeah. Thing I didn't think of that. People, hmm. I saw Bad Santa. Yeah. What were you going to say? I, I have fucking no clue what I was going to say. Oh, That's I know. What happens when I throw throw in a anyway? The Good joke. Shepherd. If you if you if uh, I wonder if Wayne has saw the Good Shepherd. Oh, he's here. Let's ask him. Wayne, did you see it? Didn't see Good Shepherd. It's about the yeah, beginnings of the CIA. Yeah. It was I was hoping you would see it because it's very, man, con- it's very convoluted. It's very confusing. complicated. Yeah, yeah, it's very. And they lo- they lost me because it spans from like the 1940s to the 60s. But there was a scene where Matt Damon is bumping fist with someone. <laughs> that just sounds like uh, like a sex thing. I don't. I've never heard it referred to as bumping fists. What is that called? When it's, people yeah, it's, a, it's the uh, OCD handshake. Oh, is that it's what the it? Howie Mandel? We're calling it now. Oh, okay. I thought it was the old Bob Dole. <laughs> no, that's if you have a pen in one hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, at the end of every episode of I Love Movies, I know you haven't uh, heard one before, uh, Zach, but at the end of every episode, we play a game called Leonard Malton, and it was uh, sort of invented by Brian Posehn and I, and Sarah Silverman enjoys playing it. And um, it's basically you read the cast from a movie uh, from the bottom of the cast list up, mm-hmm. according to Leonard Malton, and then the other person has to try and guess what movie it is. Okay. So do you want me to do one to you, or do you sure. want to do one to me? Yeah, go ahead. All right, here we go. See if you recognize the people in this movie. No, you know what? I'm not going to do that one. That was a bad idea. 
I got you know it's got to be something you've probably seen. And I tell you the year first, just to uh, just to help you out. Oh, here's a good one. 1992. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Lewis. Gandhi. <laughs> I you know I can count on you to do that. <laughs> I knew that you'd say something funny right away. Slappy White. You don't have to guess every time. Carl Ballantyne. Jackie Gale. Jerry Lewis is the last one, and you're the reading last. up? He's the smallest role of In the 90, 1992. 1992. Okay. It's a tricky game, Zach. Yeah. It's not easy. Jerry Orbach. Okay. You get, I'm, you're getting close. Also, you're getting warm. Also the voice of the candle in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. You're getting close. Oh, wait. You, I'm Rod guessing Silver. it. You have to guess. I mean, I can guess it, too. I can guess, too. It's a little easier for me, but not a lot easier. Helen Hunt. We have a Twister guess in the audience. There's a Twister coming. Wow! Jerry Lewis was great in Twister. Hey, lady cow! <laughs> it's not... <laughs> What are lady cows called? <laughs> you can't just you don't you don't just yell out movies that these people have been in. It's got to be one that's had all of these people in it. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Orbach came in and questioned the Twister about its whereabouts. Uh, Julie Warner, David Paymer, who was just on I was just on a plane with him, and the whole flight I was like, if this motherfucker crashes. It's going to be David Paymer and some comedian died in a plane crash because he got nominated for an Oscar for this movie. Hint, hmm. hint. Don't yell it out. Hmm. David Paymer. And the last name, this should give it away, but might not. Billy Crystal. Oh, I know it. Um, it's Mr. Saturday Night. Very good, Zach. I Do like you want to try movie. doing one to me? I like that movie. You did? Yeah. Uh, so starting from the bottom and then going up. Yeah, and, and just so pick preferably something from since 1980-something, because I don't like doing okay. old movies, because I don't know any of those people. 1980-something? Uh, young man. Okay. Yeah, any, anything in the 80s. Tell me the year first, Okay. and then read from the bottom of the cast list. Up. Up. And do it slowly, because I like to suspense, and I like to jump in with my answer. Doug Benson. First of all, I'm not listed in any movie. Oh, okay. That's in there. My parts have all been much too small. Uh, this is a mo uh, this is too easy. I gotta I gotta go. Um, yeah, go harder. I'm looking go for Amelie. Harder. If I could just find, if I could just Amelie, find, yeah, I would definitely not get Amelie. If I could just say Audrey Tattoo. Can I just find Amelie and then read it and see if you can guess Amelie? Okay. Or I could think maybe it's a very long engagement. Same That's director, same actress. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, I like her that a lot. Was, in, was that ever in your top I'd give her a piece of the Greek sausage Wait. any day. <laughs> I'd love to fuck her doggy fashion. <laughs> we should do a talk show where it's just about us talk how we want to fuck Audrey Tattoo. <laughs> I saw her walking around in Greenwich Village one day, and I just I couldn't think of anything to say. So I didn't. That's a really good story. She's a cutie. <laughs> it was a few years ago. I thought of saying, don't do the Da Vinci Code four or five years from now. <laughs> it's not going to be your big break in America to be in that dumb movie. 
Um, for some reason, I'm hitting everything like in the 30s, and then there's a... I'm sorry. Okay. It's all right. Um, We're doing good for time. Okay. That's our show. This will be good. Night. <laughs> 1987. Okay. This will be hard, though. Um, That's how I like it. J- Justin Lewis. Don't know who that is. Michael Ironside. I know who, I know who that is. He's in uh, RoboCop. Lisa... Lampadelli? Lisa Scra... Uh, S, uh, Don't even try the ones you can't pronounce. <laughs> Just skip those. So, there's an actor in here that goes by two and a half stars. <laughs> uh, and then the last actor is Bruce... That's, that's all? There's yeah. only five actors yeah. in it? Yeah. Okay, wait, 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 back up, back up. Okay. Back. Michael Ironside. Yep. Uh, Justin Lewis, Lewis. Justin Lewis. Went, uh, Wendy, lady Wendy named Lisa Lo- Wendy Lyon. Michael uh, Ironside. Wendy Lyon? Yeah, Wendy Lyon. <laughs> I'm just this, seeing if it looks... This, was if this made in a, another country? Just seeing if her middle name is the... Is it foreign? No, it's not. Okay. Because <laughs> you'd know right away if it was Wendy the Lion, right? Oh, yeah. Well, if you said Wendy t- Wendy T. Lion, I would know that it's... That the movie is... Um, Wendy, he's Lion? Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and... Uh, Wendy T. Lion. Oh, Wendy T. Lion. Lion. Oh, okay, I got it. All right, got it. I thought okay. you said something else. And who's, who's the last person? It should give it away uh, when you I'm, I'm getting ready to say it. Actor. Bruce Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pittman. So many movies from that year that starred Pittman. 1987. Does anybody, to, does anybody know it? We might no. want to leave this one as a cliffhanger so people have to tune in uh, next time <laughs> to find out the answer. Zach Galifianakis, everybody. Thanks for coming on the show. Look for him on the Sarah Silverman program on Comedy Central. And uh, until next time, this is Doug Benson saying Willem Dafoe is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky.